Right. And that's fairly typical in all criminal cases. Uh, you figure in the hundreds of criminal cases, any district attorney is doing at any given time. Uh, the grand jury uh, decides to indict on charges. They don't have to indict on all the charges. Uh, they can indict on only some, at which point uh, the indictments then turn back to the district attorney. Uh, and there is then uh, paperwork they have to decide indeed if they are going to file. Uh, I think at this case, it's a foregone conclusion they're going to file. You don't go through all the trouble of impaneling a grand jury and then decide not to file, but theoretically possible, uh, at which point then most likely Mr. Trump would be contacted himself or his legal team. Uh, and they would arrange a surrender. It's unlikely from everything we've seen, he seems willing to do the surrenders. So I would not expect to actually see a warrant out for his arrest or anything like that. All right. Now, as for the, the charges in the indictment, is it up to the DA to decide whether to seal it or will she have to ask a judge to unseal it? How does that work? Uh, that'll really be up to uh, the district attorney. She will have to if she wants to keep it sealed, that's usually the the outlier. Uh, our the U.S. system is really ga- geared towards kind of public open knowledge. But in a high profile case like this, there's obviously uh, some incentive to have things closed. Uh, I don't see that. Uh, again, possibly President or former President Trump himself could request it to remain sealed. That does not seem to be his style. Uh, so I, I would expect to see this unsealed uh, would be my expectation. Now, you implied this. There are massive logistics involved here that would not uh, be involved if it was you uh, you know, or me being hauled into court. <laughs> so what do you think maybe between indictment and court appearance? A couple days? I mean, is it a possibility it could be longer than that? And you say his style. He's shown up in person for these so far, so he probably would come here. My impression will be he'll come in person. Uh, there will have to be some logistics. Obviously, the Secret Service has to be involved with any surrender. The sheriff has indicated that he's going to treat him like any other defendant, uh, that there will be fingerprinting and mugshot. Whether or not that will be followed through with uh, is yet to be seen, but that's the indication that's been given so far, uh, and we'll see if that indi- does hold true um, at this point. So just to, to sum up for people... This is going to be very most likely a several day affair, not a one hour affair when it when it starts. Uh, well, yeah, from we're talking from when the grand jury makes its decision to yeah. when he arrives in Atlanta. I would you know, it's not going to be indictment Tuesday and he's here Wednesday. Uh, I would expect a gap of at least a few days. Uh, most defendants are given a few days to, you know, surrender uh, to the authorities before warrants are issued. So I would expect, again, every all past indication indicates he'll be here in person in Atlanta uh, at some point this coming week or the week after at the latest, if indictments do come down. Uh, and it's going to depend on timing. Obviously, if indictments come down Monday, Tuesday, uh, we can probably get things in before the weekend. If it's Thursday, Friday, uh, that weekend's going to intervene. Now, after that, there's been haggling already over court dates, trial dates, before or after the election, before or after the Iowa caucus even was one argument they were having this past week. Does the federal case from the special counsel, or case says, I guess, uh, supersede trial dates for these others, New York and Georgia? In other words, would any trial here be only after the special counsel trials were done? 
It's an interesting question. It's rare that one defendant has so many trials going on in so many different jurisdictions. Uh, the main right that's going to come into play here is the right of uh, Mr. Trump as a defendant to confront witnesses. So an actual physical jury trial may have to be delayed because if he's in D.C. or New York or Florida, he can't be here in Georgia. That said, uh, immediately the trial process will start. There'll be discovery. Uh, there'll be the turning over of any exculpatory evidence by the DA to the defense team, which is constitutionally required for all defendants, not just him. Uh, there'll be calendaring meetings. So there's a lot of steps in between, which will continue regardless of what's going on in D.C., New York, Florida. But if those trial dates are set, and I think the advantage they have is that they've already got indictments in hand. So they're just further down the process than Georgia. Uh, we might see a delay in Georgia simply because he can't be in two places at once. And I can't, you can't speak for every judge, of course. Uh, but as a general matter, well, I guess this has probably never, never come up before, but as a general matter is we should probably wait till after the election, a, a legit legal argument. So it's never come up. Uh, it's not, technically speaking, a legitimate legal argument. That's that any defendant can request a delay for business reasons. It's just most of our defendants, their business isn't running for president of the United States. Uh, so that it, it is a request that can be made. It's a legitimate request. It may not be granted. Uh, it would be an unusual granting just because it's an unusual request. Uh, so it isn't anything. It's outlandish more in its rarity than in the ask itself, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. All right. And one more question locally. How is the judge selected? It seems somehow that Judge McBurney gets every high profile trial. He is about as famous on TV as, as Oprah, you know. Um, <laughs> is it random? Does it go to him somehow automatically? Uh, so it's a bit of both. Uh, some judges will ask their clerks to seek out cases. Other judges are asking the clerks not to seek out cases, but there is a bit of randomness. That said, obviously judges are slotted into tracks. So there's some that do criminal trials, some that just do civil. Uh, you know, a civil judge isn't going to be handed a criminal trial all of a sudden right. uh, out of nowhere, unless there's an extraordinary circumstance uh, that I, I cannot even begin to imagine. I think COVID was probably that extraordinary circumstance. Uh, and even then we went remote and judges kind of stayed in their area of expertise. Uh, so it, it seems that way. Uh, and there are some judges who don't mind the high profile cases and others that try to avoid them. Uh, th there are some judges that view it as uh, a risk to their careers because they don't want to be in the public spotlight and visible. Uh, a lot of judges, if you don't know their names, they're quite happy that you don't know their names. Especially, yeah, especially. Is there any reason why... Um a potential Trump case would take longer to wind through. And we're almost certain to see indictments of lower level figures. And, you know, you can, you can plop off the names just like I can. Would those move through any more speedily or are we going to be dealing with all of this for a couple of years? They might move more speedily because most defendants are more willing to take a plea deal than Mr. Trump. I, I think he really has shown that he is going to fight every legal case to the Supreme court till the end. And that's one style of litigation uh, most criminal cases in the United States, though, end in a plea deal. So I think what we're likely to see is a lot of those lower level folks, if they can get a deal that it works for them, we're going to see their cases wrap up as they take plea deals much faster uh, than his. You agree that the, this is the most serious case that the former president might face is the one here? 
I think so. I think that's the strongest evidence uh, in a county where the jury is likely not going to be sympathetic ahead of time to him. Not to suggest in any way the jury will be biased against him, but uh, we can think of like a Florida jury might be a little bit more sympathetic and, and willing to engage in jury nullification, where even if you think the person's guilty because you like them, you vote not guilty anyway, uh, which is you know, a long history of that in the United States, uh, not just for political figures. I think that's less likely in Georgia. So in that sense, I think there's a bit more legal liability and exposure here. Yeah. And just the sheer number. I mean, a defendant might win one case, two cases, four separate criminal trials in four jurisdictions is kind of unprecedented. Take yourself out of the moment and sort of look down from above. This is really something, right? Yeah, this is unprecedented. I think this is something that it's said a lot. I, I think I hear it every time it's talked about. But really to have a former president indicted at the state level, at the federal level, it really is unheard of in United States history and across so many different types of criminal activity. Uh, this isn't just someone committing fraud or you know, this isn't a teapot dome scandal. This is subverting an election, inciting incitement, business records, uh, violating the Espionage Act. I mean, this is a, a full range and of multiple different types of crimes uh, in multiple jurisdictions. I, I think that truly is unprecedented. Uh, you know, set aside even that he's a former president, this would still be uh, an unusual criminal circumstance. Add that in, and there's an entire constitutional issue, as you alluded to earlier. If he's a Republican nominee, that completely changes the issues that we're going to talk about. And if these trials are ongoing come November, uh, that's going to change everything again. Uh, an elected president or president uh, or even someone running would be unheard of. And I got him ahead of myself. If we were to win in November, now we're into a constitutional crisis. We just don't have an answer to what you do with a criminally convicted or indicted trial pending president-elect. So... Uh, there's a potential here, depending on how things go politically over the next few months, uh, for this to get even more monumental and uh, historical.